The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive with Dr. Rebecca Risk. Do you ever feel that even though nothing seems seriously wrong and you pass all the medical tests, that you still feel that your health, pain, and fatigue are completely out of control? It doesn't have to be that way. Listen to the tips and suggestions given on our program today and take back control of your health. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca Risk. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, today, uh, I'm Dr. Becca Risk, and today we're going to be talking with uh, Leo Cashman about dental work. Um, we often don't think about um, our teeth aside from, you know, we have a sore tooth and we get something, you know, we go to the dentist and get it dealt with, but we don't think of the after effects of that work that we have done. And our, the dental work can be very detrimental to our health, uh, and it's one of the last things that people think about, and one of the most expensive things, so very hard to uh, fix if it is an issue. Leo Cashman has served as the executive director of the Dental Amalgam Mercury Solution, or Dan since the year 2000. DAMS is a nonprofit organization that works to educate the public on dental mercury and other ways that dentistry may affect health. DAMS is a recognized leader in the, in the area of public education. Over the past 18 years, Leo Cashman has been attending conferences of the major academics for holistic dentistry, enabling him to learn from many of the top dentists, doctors, and scientists on the dental health connection. Leo Cashman also has a degree in physics and a master's degree in mathematics. So, Leo, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, so, can you just tell us a little bit about DAMS and what it does? Well, uh, you gave a pretty good introduction there, uh, and uh, we, we serve mostly uh, people in the U.S. and Canada and uh, try to help people understand the dental health connection and uh, so, uh, so they can make better choices as dental patients and uh, be more discriminating about who they go to for their dentistry, uh, what they may have done, uh, what are the pitfalls in terms of uh, dental material choices, what are the better choices, uh, what are some of the procedures, uh, like the root canal treatment that may lead to problems. And so we just try to make that patient, uh, help that patient be more sophisticated about all these important issues. And uh, we have this saying that uh, the mouth is connected to the rest of the body, and so what goes on in the mouth, what's done in the mouth, can affect overall health and affect it profoundly for better or for worse. And uh, so that's what we do. We are a nonprofit, and so we help uh, all people, uh, regardless of uh, uh, their financial circumstances. We just 
give information out and we don't uh, tell people where to go or what to do precisely, but uh, try to give them good information. And, and I have to say this is an area where there's really a lot of misinformation and you, you might even say uh, some cover-ups going on. And uh, so we jump into the controversies here in dentistry and health and try to really give people the, the actual truth uh, rather than uh, conventional wisdom, which may too often be incorrect. Um, so, how how did you get involved in doing this? Since your, I mean, your history is a little bit different than dentistry. What brought you into this? Mm. Uh, well, a long evolution. Um, but uh, really, the thing that jolted me was uh, way back in 1985, where. I had an amalgam filling after being assured by a dentist that they are just fine, they don't cause problems, even though there's some mercury there. And uh, lo and behold, I did have some health problems following that. And when I finally realized the connection, I had it removed by the same dentist. It wasn't done safely with a lot of precautions, which is a mistake that a lot of people make when they don't know much. And then I suffered some more uh, adverse health effects, and I had some digestive issues, and I, uh, you know, I didn't feel as good as I should have, and I, so I sort of wandered in the wilderness for a couple of years trying to recover from what had happened, and, and I did get better, but it led to me uh, years later uh, becoming very interested in this movement of alerting people to the dental mercury problem and how harmful the mercury can be. And um, the amalgam filling is half mercury, as I hope everyone knows. Uh, people don't always know that. They call them silver fillings. So anyway, the dental mercury issue uh, was a huge issue for me, and I got into, uh, you might say, the movement for health-conscious dentistry and uh, went on from there, and uh, eventually, well, I, I was uh, in the 1990s. I was a, a health and environmental writer, and I started writing about it. And then, as a journalist, I got invited to um, be one of the dams people at a at a conference. And so I thought, well, okay, there's just this time I'll go to this one conference, and that's it. You know, but I traveled. I went to a conference in Toronto, Canada, and uh, it really uh, got me more involved, actually, in dams. And then in year 2000, they needed a new director, and I offered to be their new manager, director, and so that's what happened. And I have been working full-time for the last 15 years. Um, educating the public and uh, helping lead this wonderful organization uh, called so DAMS. That, that's, I, I think it's great that um, you guys are set up to help people because there isn't a lot of awareness about what uh, you know, dentistry is, is, uh, has done to people. You did mention yeah. that the amalgam fillings are, are 50% mercury, which I do think a lot of people don't know because I always ask people when they come to my office how many fillings they have. And um, 
they don't even know how many they have and I have to check for them and then they think that they're okay and they're like, no, they're silver, just like you had mentioned. So I think it is a common misconception about what those are and um, I think there's a lot of denial about how dangerous they are as well. Can you touch on that a little bit? How dangerous are amalgam fillings? Uh, They're a major source of mercury exposure for anyone who has them, anyone. If you have amalgams, you're getting more mercury than is good for you. And uh, I don't care if you know it or you don't know it or you, you don't think you have health problems. It is a mercury exposure, and that mercury is not good for anybody uh, and uh, creates uh, maybe some, as early symptoms, just some common things like fatigue, Uh, a little more difficulty concentrating and thinking and remembering things that are so common people don't really connect it probably to their dental fillings Uh, and then you may have some uh, low thyroid or other endocrine problems you may have some digestive problems uh, and uh, uh, it's affects the heart and the cardiovascular system. Mercury really affects just about all systems of the body. And uh, so they, uh, they're common symptoms in the, in the early going uh, and in the more advanced stages. They can be big-name diseases like uh, Parkinson's, uh, uh, ALS, MS, lupus, all these autoimmune disorders, rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, It just goes on and on. All the things that this mercury exposure can play into uh, and cancer, cancer, all the really major causes of disability and death. Uh, So uh, it may sound like I'm exaggerating, but there is a lot of science that backs this up, and then you can get into things like infertility, uh, birth defects, and uh, uh, plays a role in autism, and uh, other uh, developmental disorders, ADHD, the whole gamut of illnesses that our society faces. And yes, there are plenty of other toxic insults, uh, notably, I would say, vaccines, uh, also, some of the dangerous food additives uh, like MSG and, uh, and aspartame. Um, so there are lots of toxic insults, but we have to warn people about dental amalgam. And well, a lot of people yeah. don't know that the word amalgam means that that material is a mixture of mercury with other metals. So, uh, uh, Or they call them silver fillings, and yes, there's silver in them, but there is more mercury than there is silver, and the mercury exposure is extremely uh, hazardous to your health. So you did mention that it it can cause birth defects or having the fillings dangerous during pregnancy? Well, yes. Yes, for sure. And Uh, and can can that get passed on to the child and affect them as well? Yes, the uh, mercury will pass through the placental barrier and go to the unborn fetus. And so it's uh, 
you know, there is the most vulnerable part of our population, the unborn fetus. Uh, in the very beginning stages of human development, and they're getting a mercury exposure. Uh, so, uh, and we tell uh, women that it is not such a good idea usually to have your amalgams replaced during pregnancy because it's just uh, such a vulnerable time for the fetus and um, it's better to do it before you become pregnant and actually give yourself maybe seven months to detoxify and then become pregnant or wait till you're no longer pregnant and probably no longer nursing. Uh, nursing is a great thing, but uh, following uh, breastfeeding and nursing, then uh, get your amalgams out. So it's just something to plan around. And, uh, uh, of course, ideally, amalgams should be banned uh, internationally. Uh, and they have been banned in three European countries, uh, Norway, Denmark and Sweden, and uh, there are curbs in Germany and uh, a few other countries. Uh, and, and interestingly, here in the United States, the, the FDA, which regulates amalgams, that has been sort of playing along with the cover-up, uh, they tried to uh, promote a plan and, and, and advance a plan to curb amalgams for these vulnerable parts of the population including young children and pregnant women. And uh, a bizarre thing happened that their plan was uh, vetoed by somebody higher up in the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, somebody outside of the FDA. We don't know the name of who that was. but uh, So then the FDA just had to bury their better rule and regulation on amalgam fillings and uh, uh, forget it and just keep on with their complete cover-up of the whole issue. So unfortunately, our governments in the U.S. and Canada and many other countries have been part of the problem, uh, perpetuating the cover-up. And uh, even though there are some good people in these agencies probably who, uh, who would like to change that, uh, often politics overrules uh, what the science uh, scientists want to do uh, in terms of these regulations. So it gets to be very, very political, and uh, we can talk more about that if you want. Yeah, I think we do have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we can talk more about the the history of the amalgams and, and what's going on, and then what to do if you do have them, which I think a lot of people are probably now thinking, you know, they've got a mouthful, what do they do next? So we're going to talk about that um, after the break. If um, you're listening and you have any questions for Leo or for me, you can, we are recording live, so you can call in or send an email to anantacalgary at gmail.com or uh, message us on Facebook or Twitter and we'd be happy to get your questions. Um, we're going to be back shortly with Leo Cashman from DAMS. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Ouch! What do you think of when you think of dental procedures? 
Well, when you think about it, the teeth and the rest of the body are strongly connected. What happens in one part affects the other. In the Tooth Body Connection with host Dr. Don Ewing, we'll explain more about these concepts as well as discuss the role that your teeth play in your overall health. You'll learn about amalgams and how removing them the wrong way can be toxic to your body. Tune in Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi everybody, this is Dr. Rebecca Risk and I'm here with Leo Cashman today from the Dental Amalgam Mercury Solutions or DAMS. We're talking about um, uh, your dental work and uh, we we're just ended the break with talking about amalgams. And so Leo, um, what can people do if they do have these amalgams or what's called silver fillings in their mouth? I'm sure a lot of people are now getting a little worried about the mercury. Uh, well, I encourage people to uh, uh, learn about uh, the issue and not rush too quickly to get them removed in that uh, we, uh, first of all, uh, it's necessary to go to uh, a holistic or biological dentist who takes these issues very seriously and uses elaborate protections to replace the amalgam fillings. And uh, uh, removing amalgam fillings is, is potentially dangerous uh, to the patient, but uh, it can be done safely if elaborate protections are used. And uh, we have a list of uh, biological or holistic dentists in every province and every state of the United States uh, and some other places too, and we we help people find those dentists. We help people understand uh, what to do to prepare for their safe amalgam removal. Uh, we have short articles on that. We can email them. We can include them in the information packet that we like to mail them. And uh, so there are things like uh, uh, vitamins and minerals that you're probably depleted in because of the effects of mercury. And so, of course, you can supplement with those vitamins and minerals. Uh, you can improve uh, your um, liver and kidney function if that, that might be necessary. Uh, 
there are foods that help and foods to avoid. So there are all sorts of uh, tips like that that we offer. And, uh, and then we just uh, we keep going on from there and help people understand some of the other ways dentistry may affect health. Uh, there are toxic crowns. Uh, there are toxic infected root canal teeth. And they very often are troublemakers, too, and uh, other uh, issues to learn about. And we also discuss uh, detox, which is uh, mainly uh, for the period following amalgam removal and removal of other problem dental work. And so uh, we want people to realize that there is a need for detoxification over a fairly long period of time uh, and it should look more like a year rather than a week or a month uh, for the heavy metal detox. So we just want people to see this larger picture and uh, also I should mention dental material choices and the information packet that we have. We, uh, we have a guide that discusses better choices uh, and, and how do you decide what is suitable for you uh, based on your individual uh, immune system and because uh, uh, we're not all the same and so there's this whole subject of uh, biocompatibility testing uh, to see what dental materials might be most suitable for you. How is that uh, testing done? Well, there are several approaches to it, and uh, probably the most common tests are blood serum tests. So there's a, a blood draw, and it's sent to one of the labs in Colorado Springs, Colorado, that does this testing, and uh, they print out a report and send it back to the dentist. And, you know, so that could be a basis for choosing. Um, and then also... Uh, uh, sometimes uh, energetic testing is done, and so they use things like electrodermal screening uh, or possibly uh, applied kinesiology or call, what's called muscle testing uh, to see what uh, uh, your body says is compatible. Um, you know, that seems important to point out that everybody is different because you could get people that... Um, you know, work well with one and one not with, you know, doesn't work with someone else and we are all different. Right. So I, I think it is important to point out that this is your journey, not the, the person next to you and to find somebody that can help you make that more personalized, like with anything else that has to do with your body and your health. So right. is there anything that you recommend? I mean, chelation is something that people talk about after they have their fillings removed. So what do you recommend for that? Well, people uh, use the word chelation, and, uh, you know, that's, strictly speaking, a more technical word, and uh, certain things are chelators because they grab the mercury atom or other toxic atom and hang on to it and take it out of the body. Uh, I, I like to say that the subject is really detoxification, and uh, it's it, to me, that's a much broader word, and it means getting the toxic things out of your organs, out of your brain. And, uh, and so there are uh, 
more and more choices today than there were years ago, and certainly many more than there were in the 1990s. And in the 1990s, we just had a few chelation drugs that were used a great deal, like uh, DMPS and DMSA. I, and I think that we've moved on from that. We don't need to use those drugs. They are not very good chelators. Uh, some scientists are telling us they're not chelators of mercury at all, and, um, and we don't use EDTA, uh, which is definitely not a good chelator of mercury. And so uh, we, we've moved on, and there are um, non-drug choices today that are quite good and more gentle and more safe and uh, uh, I would say Quicksilver Scientific uh, is a company that has uh, developed some of these um, non-drug alternatives, and they have some very good products like IMD, which is intestinal metal detoxification, and it helps uh, improve the intestinal detox process. So we, uh, we really, um, uh, we don't endorse any particular product, but we discuss options with people, and we do encourage them to uh, keep it safe and gentle and natural and, and uh, consider uh, the newer things that have become available in the last five or six years. And uh, so even uh, vitamin C, can help us uh, handle toxic exposures. Uh, the, the, the quicksilver thinking uh, is really to work w- with the body's natural detoxification system, which centers around glutathione and the enzymes that make glutathione work. And uh, glutathione is a uh, tripeptide molecule that's natural in the human body and uh, it's, it has sulfur in it and the sulfur in it likes to bind up mercury and hang on to it and, and the glutathione escorts the mercury out of the body and, uh, and uh, there's a whole system of uh, uh, keeping that glutathione system working and that's what uh, the Quicksilver products uh, tend to promote. Uh, so we need lots of glutathione. Uh, one of the problems with mercury is that it tends to deplete glutathione. So your body uh, tends to use up its stores of glutathione and then uh, it's in trouble in terms of handling any toxic things that comes along and actually handling things like the flu virus or other viruses too. The glutathione is part of our immune system. It's part of our defense against toxins and against infections. And uh, we need help in boosting it and making sure that that system is working well. And uh, that's really what the uh, products uh, do that uh, have come along in recent years. Rather than replacing our body system with an unnatural 
drug agent like DMPS or DMSA, which can have very significant side effects. I know they've helped some people, but they have also uh, had some uh, significant adverse impacts on some people. Uh, so we, we like to encourage people to keep it safe and natural in, uh, in their detox. And, of course, uh, we have more details on all this in our literature and on our website. So you did mention that there was a, a timeline to look at for metals, and uh, I think that's one thing that a lot of people miss because they're, you know, everybody's in a hurry. We want that quick Band-Aid, but you said it's not a week, it's not a month. It can go on for a while. Um, is that something that's very common, that this takes a long time? Yeah, it does. And uh, the, the, the reason it a long time is mercury is a very bad poison. Uh, you know, a lot of bad poisons out there. Lead, arsenic, cadmium, uh, some of those other ones are used in, in, in dentistry like cadmium and nickel. But mercury is particularly hard, the hardest one, I think, to get out of the brain. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's, it's it goes right into the mitochondria, which are inside of the cells, and uh, it's a thousand times more concentrated in the mitochondria than it is in the blood. So it goes to the uh, energy production factories that are inside the cell, the mitochondria, and uh, really uh, messes up a lot of things there. So we need to work at the detoxification over a long period of time and uh, do everything right. It's, it's, uh, uh, the lifestyle is important. Uh, we will detoxify better if we avoid microwaving ourselves, for example. And that means uh, not just avoiding standing around a microwave oven, but also uh, trying to minimize the cell phone use, the Wi-Fi, the cordless phone use. Uh, because those things are sources of microwaves, and there is published science that indicates that we do not detoxify mercury or other toxic metals very well if we are being microwaved on an ongoing basis. We have to develop awareness of uh, how and, and where we're being microwaved and avoid that. Uh, for the sake of our detox and, and, and for the sake of our overall health. Um, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. We did a show a couple of weeks ago about EMF toxicity. So if anybody wants to know more about that, they can um, listen to that show. Um, so you did mention that, that root canals um, are an issue as well. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes people uh, uh, don't know when they're asked. They don't know if they've really had a root canal tooth. Uh, often they're covered by a crown uh, because they are weak teeth and the crown helps hold them together. Uh, they're not healthy teeth. Uh, but what is a root canal treatment? Uh, and the idea is uh, there is an attempt to keep the tooth there in the mouth, even though it has died, uh, even though it is the tooth you, in a way, want to get rid of. You don't want 
use it anymore. It's, uh, it's dead, perhaps, or dying. And then the dentist says, you need a root canal. And he means a root canal treatment of that tooth. And they should never say that because you have really what I think is a better choice, and that is proper extraction of that tooth. That is the safe, conservative choice from a health and dental point of view, not root canaling it. Uh, when they root canal the tooth, they, they make a tunnel to the inside of the tooth and get inside the soft pulp chamber part of it, and, and they clean it all out, all the soft tissue, all the nerves, blood vessels, or, or try to clean it all out, and uh, and then in, inside every root there's a soft part uh, too, and that's, those are called the root canals. And so they they try to remove all the soft inside part, sterilize it to kill off the infection, and then they they stuff uh, material in there to fill it to try to keep infection out, and then they uh, uh, seal the tooth up and hope that you will live happily ever after. But the problem is, it's a dead tooth. It is, it is not being protected by white blood cells uh, because there's no blood flow going in there. Uh, and so it is a, a setup for infection. And it is a low oxygen environment because there are no red blood cells going in there to bring in oxygen. So you have a setup there for very toxic infections such as anaerobic bacteria and fungal organisms. And uh, they can become very, very toxic for the tooth. They, they, they're pooping in there. They are uh, excreting their waste and uh, that builds up. And there's nothing to cleanse that tooth very well. Because remember, there's no blood flow. And so the usual processes of cleansing and, uh, uh, and excretion are not working in that dead tooth. And they can become very, very toxic. And then the toxins can seep out of there and get into other parts of the body and cause nasty things like cancer and autoimmune disorders and neurological disorders, and uh, on and on. Uh, a lot of the same list that we had for dental mercury. Uh, so they are big troublemakers, and they also can send their infections and their toxins into the jawbone around the tooth and start killing the jawbone. And so the immediate uh, thing that so often happens is uh, there's an abscess around the roots of the teeth, meaning a rotting area. A de- uh, the bone is rotting next to the roots, and then, um, you know, the patient goes to the dentist complaining, and the dentist says, oh, shucks, I guess that root canal failed, and uh, we're going to have to extract the tooth and clean out the abscess. And, you know, and what we say is, well, no surprise. You know, you left a dead tooth there, and, of course, eventually the problems came to light, and uh, it failed, and, of course, you have to clean out the mess 
that that root canal tooth caused and try to get all the bad jawbone disease out of there. And sometimes there's hidden jawbone disease, not obvious right next to the tooth. And that's what we talk about when we discuss jawbone cavitations. So, Leo, I'm just going to interrupt you. We have to take a break, but I, I want to okay. talk more about the cavitations and what to do with the root canal when there is issues with the tooth. Um, we're going to be back shortly with Leo Cashman from DAMS talking about your um, your teeth and your health. Um, if you have any questions, you can email us. We are recording live, so you're welcome to call in. Um, or you can message us on Twitter or Facebook, and we'd be happy to hear from you. Um, we'll be back after this short break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi everybody, I'm Dr. Rebecca Risk. Welcome back to the show. I'm here with Leo Cashman from the Dental Amalgam Mercury Solutions, or DAMS. Leo, before the break, we were talking about um, uh, problems with, uh, you know, root canals, and then you mentioned cavitations. Can you just tell us a little bit about what that is? Uh, Yes. And um, really uh, an abscess, and a cavitation are, are fairly similar. Uh, the difference, I would say, is uh, more the location of the jawbone disease problem and uh, when the uh, uh, rotting of the bone shows up right next to the tooth, we just say that's a tooth abscess. It's, it's an abscess, uh, but sometimes they're uh, farther away 
and, and uh, from the tooth. Uh, they may be hard to notice on a normal two-dimensional x-ray, uh, but these uh, dead areas of uh, jawbone can be uh, somewhat away from the tooth. Maybe there's a little bit of good bone, and then uh, you go a little farther away from the teeth, and there's bad bone. And it can uh, spread. Uh, it's, it sounds like cancer. It isn't usually cancerous, but it can spread slowly or sometimes quickly. Uh, they become uh, toxic uh, dumping grounds for the body. The body puts its toxins away in dead areas, and so if this is a dead area, uh, although it's infected, uh, it's also a to- toxic dumping ground for things like mercury, uh, palladium, which is used in crowns and is a very toxic metal, and other toxic metals that are used in dentistry or, um, or other exposures. And so... Um, why is this so important? Uh, when you have a major jawbone disease like this, uh, jawbone cavitations, they can cause chronic health issues. They can cause cancer, uh, autoimmune disorders like rheumatoid arthritis, and neurological disorders like Parkinson's, ALS, and dementia, and MS all the major uh, chronic illnesses that we don't want can be caused by this jawbone disease. Uh, and I should add heart disease, too. Uh, the the um, reason it's overlooked is this is not taught in uh, medical school. It is not well taught in dental school. I would have to say again that there's a cover-up going on, just as there's a root canal cover-up, a dental mercury cover-up, fluoride cover-up, and so on. And uh, insurance companies, I would say, don't want to pay their claims for all the diagnosis and treatment of jawbone disease that should be going on. So uh, in recent years, there's been excellent research done by uh, a team of researchers in Germany led by Dr. Johann Lechner, and uh, he has identified uh, an inflammatory cellular messenger called Rantes. And uh, in all the tissue samples of this uh, jawbone disease, jawbone cavitations that he has sampled, all of them, and, uh, and Rantes is a significant finding because that has been linked by research over the last decade to cancer, the metastasis of cancer, autoimmune disorders like rheumatoid arthritis, and neurological disorders. Rantes is a bad actor, and when you find it in tissue samples, that means it's a danger to our overall health. This should be front-page news in every newspaper in our countries. And, uh, and we have to wonder why isn't it. This is the kind of vitally important information that DAMS is putting out in its publications uh, and, and, and making available to the world. 
and people very much appreciate getting this information. Uh, now, one of the problems is who is equipped to diagnose and treat this jawbone disease that's lurking and maybe away from our teeth somewhere uh, in the jawbone. And uh, right now, I would say the best tool that some of the dentists have is the cone beam, which is a, 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 an X-ray uh, device that uh, gives us a three-dimensional picture of what's going on in, in the jawbone, both the teeth and the bone. And it's a dental adaptation of the CAT scan that's used in medicine. Uh, so uh, uh, it, these are expensive machines. Uh, they give us a, a better picture than even the Panorex, that, uh, which is just a two-dimensional scan of the whole mouth. And uh, so we, we, we need these better tools, and we need dentists who are experienced in uh, treating it. Uh, some dentists are using ozone injections to try to kill off smaller areas of jawbone disease, uh, and then, of course, you have surgery, and there are some dentists here and there, not very many, who are ready to go with surgical interventions, cleaning out uh, the jawbone diseased areas uh, thoroughly, and uh, once you have left only healthy bone, then that healthy bone can regenerate and grow and fill in where the holes are. Uh, so even though you're not a, a kid anymore, you're an adult, maybe a somewhat older adult, you can grow a lot of new bone if you have reasonably good hormonal function for uh, generating new bone. So th this is just sort of a short introduction to a very important topic, and uh, we urge people to call us or email us for suggestions on who in their area in the U.S. or in Canada might be knowledgeable in cleaning out and, and, and de detecting and cleaning out jawbone disease or treating it in some way. Um, so I, I find this fascinating because it's something, you know, my, I, my history is with Lyme disease and cavitations are often a contributing factor to that and it's very hard to get somebody to even you know take that seriously when I had my um, x-ray done for it at a different dental office and then I send it to a specialist I was given a hard time at that office because I was trying to screen for cavitations and I think that um, it's not looked at a lot and it you know it can it just even be the cause of your neck pain or your shoulder pain um, which I've seen that change for people after they get their their cavitation surgery done so um, yeah. it's an important thing to to bring forward and and have right. people start recognizing because uh, I think it's very common we've all had even just wisdom teeth being removed can cause those cavitations well there um, the, the the pain isn't always there when there's a cavitation, but sometimes it is, and it occurs when the disease engulfs a major nerve in the jawbone and starts eating away at the myelin sheath around the nerve, and then when enough of that is gone, you get pain, and it can be in the face, it can be in the neck, as you say, the shoulders, 
and uh, people don't know what's causing it or what to do about it. Uh, but uh, there are the, the skilled holistic dentists who specialize in this can determine where the pain is coming from, uh, and then they can consider their surgical in- interventions if necessary. So I think uh, that's what Dr. Lechner does in Germany. He is, uh, has, a, has an ultrasonic device called a Cavitat, uh, that uh, is, is hard to come by, hard to find, but uh, he uses that and he does do surgical interventions. And the good news is that uh, very often the patients recover from chronic illnesses. They can recover from rheumatoid arthritis and MS and, and heart disease and so on dramatically sometimes with cleaning out the jawbone disease. So it can be a a crucial turning point in uh, allowing that patient's recovery. Um, We we did have a question about how, what are the safe materials to use to avoid toxicity um, for bridges and crowns? I know you mentioned people can do a blood test, but is there something that's Somebody can't afford that because in Canada that would be a little more difficult to do. Um, is there something that is a little on the safer side than what there is normally out there? Well, uh, yes, and in general, I would say the uh, uh, bridges and crowns should be all ceramic or all composite, and those are categories of materials. Uh, uh, the uh, 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 Composites are used, of course, in the fillings usually, but you can make crowns and bridges out of that, and uh, uh, there are a few commonly used materials. Uh, in the ceramics, the ceramics are, a ceramic is a mix of materials, metal, or mix of uh, uh, minerals that's baked in, a, in an oven, and you get a smooth, glassy material uh, I think uh, a product called Emax, which is mainly lithium disilicate, is a pretty safe ceramic material, and that's probably used more than any other ceramic uh, product for crowns and small ridges. And uh, some of the dentists use zirconia-based ceramics, so the main ingredient is zirconia, which is the oxide of the metal zirconium, and that's very strong, uh, strong uh, ceramic, and uh, so that that's an option. And it's, it's, because it's so strong, it's some uh, zirconia is usually found in the larger bridge work, as the longer bridges need that extra strength, and uh, so they put zir- zirconia mixed into the Emax if they want to use an Emax type of ceramic for a larger bridge. Uh, so th- these are big topics. Uh, you also get into the question, what cement is safe and is desirable for uh, cementing the bridge or the crown onto the prepared teeth? Uh, so people who have those questions, I would urge them to get our information guide, which goes into more detail on all of these issues. Uh, what we don't want people to use for a crown is a PFM crown, which means porcelain 
fused to metal, that metal base under the porcelain has uh, is made out of stainless steel, and that means a lot of nickel. And nickel is a toxic metal. It really should be avoided. Uh, and so all these metallic crowns, the, the, the children sometimes get a solid stainless steel crown, lots of nickel for the poor little children, and that is not good for them. And, so, Leo, uh, Leo, I'm going to have to yeah. um, interrupt you. We have to end the show. I okay. think we could probably do a show on each of these topics to talk about yes. um, all the options. And I think the right. biggest thing is that we need to do more research for ourselves so that we have that control. And, and I think people need to know um, to find the right dentist that understands all of this and not just trust anybody so that their health is, is in um, in control and they know what's going into their body. Now, is there a way that people can get a hold of you um, if they need to or they have any further questions? Yes, uh, our phone number is 651-644-4572. And uh, so you can call from anywhere in Canada or the United States, 651-644-4572. And the email address is D-A-M-S, as in Dental Amalgam Mercury Solutions. That's our, what it's an acronym for. D-A-M-S at usfamily.net. Okay, great. Thank you so much for joining us today, Leo. Um, if anybody has any further questions about this show, um, you can email me at anantacalgary at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, Leo. This was a great show. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And, and everybody, thanks for listening, and make today a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Please join Dr. Rebecca Risk again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk more next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.